tune the mystic. The further I get in order with the natural alignment, the more the natural alignment affords me. Karma creates a distance in space and time. We can unify life in a body, the physical you can integrate. 420 Woodhouse Brewery. When we make a step, all is moving. Below, oh, this one's better. Below the mountain, St. Pro's Green. I don't want a mistress, I just want a dream. Taking care of succulent window shopping, porches on the internet. Take a ground dweller, barely able to be so free. Get in some of that sunshine label. The way back, the way back. The rink, the dino, the way back. Turning on, the freak, the clown, the burning kettle boil. Inform mountain, overall time, gets over on itself. Contain continent made for something. From it come in, take, roll less, roll lex. When I know window, you don't know. You got your own, your own mind, dude. It's on that way. Turning on, the way back. Beatniks, fun tricks, bullshit. We're podcasting from inside a library as it is being built. Mm-hmm. We're in Zyanti. The, the, uh, the light is streaming through. The river's on the outside. Randall, the minister, is also on the outside with a lunch table as he's making cuts. He's pieced this thing together from the sh- outside sheets of milled wood that he's collected on the land. This is like a 5 by 10 open air building with like roll out glass pane windows. You can hear the ocean or the river roaring. It's going to be a library, apothecary, apothecary, tool lending library, toy lending library, Seed, what do you call it? Seed bin? Seed share? Seed bank and... Seed bank, that's the word. Apothecary tea house. Um, food pantry. Food pantry. And lending library. Lending library. With an angled roof. With an erectile function roof. What is an erectile function roof? Is that just where the... The proudness of the straightness of the sticking out of this. Yeah, I could have made it just like flat on top, like the other ones. It's like just make it flat. It's steeple-like, but it's also. He also said, "Go for it, like make it tall." Yeah, yeah, that's the feel. Go for it. And then part of it's like put a little lantern dangling down. Oh yeah, so it'd be like a little light, so it like cast this. And then like you can go out, like hopefully have some steps out here, and then be like protected somewhat from the rain a little bit. Just yeah. to protect the steps going up into it. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have a clock like Back to the Future. Yes. Randall's been giving a lot of free food away at this location, and it's right We're by the road. Almost a year now. And now, like something in the order of twenty-five percent of the cars that go past stop and like honk and wave. You gotta go, Randall. A minister on the side of like an open road. Mm-hmm. Building a library to give away things. Freeganism, spreading the morality of freeganism. Freeganism. Free, free, freeganism. Freeganism. The idea of just things being free. A freegan. Mm. 
freaking freegan. Freegan, opportunitarian. It kind of all is free. It's just when things are not free. You've agreed to do something with it. But it's not like the money actually changes the nature of the soda when you have it. Yeah. I gave four bucks, now I get this Huckleberry horse cider. Yeah. But the cider nothing's really changed. Yeah. It's just now it's in my hand. And everybody agrees that this is, this is all good. Hey, I gotta tell you guys something about those cupcakes. And it was still me soda. If it was free. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter to the soda. Okay, this is what was been on my mind, was the, uh, that library in space that has all the data of everything that's ever happened. The Akashic Records. The Akashic Records. The Akashic Records, and then to, uh, like, to integrate with it, the uh, table of contents of it, the reference point, is everywhere. Life is the reference point to the Akashic Records. Is this the case? Yeah. Just watching the never-ending story. Yeah. The theme of this whole movie is there's a place called Fantasia where exists everything in the human imagination. Anything that anybody imagines lives in this place. And if people stop imagining things or stop having hopes and dreams, then the nothingness comes and starts to consume all of those like old dreams that nobody's dreaming about anymore. But basically, anything you could ever think about exists in this place. Right? Yeah. So similar vibe to the Akashic Records, this never-ending story, the endless imagination of all of humanity. In the card catalog to the endless imagination, the way into the endless imagination is life. Like the record, the reference point. The living life is kind of like searching through the card catalog. Yeah. Question mark. Question mark. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer. You don't know the answer. How would you think we access the Akashic Records? Uh, through meditation, there's a definite a meditation to do it. Yeah. And uh, the, you just open yourself up to the universe, and the universe will you ask it a question, and it's like, God said, be still and know. Yeah. yeah. So just yeah. by being quiet, yeah. you can hear a lot of answers. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing through stillness. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just there. All the information is there. There was an ancient library too. That oh yeah. What was the name of that ancient library? Um, Alexandria. Yeah, the Alexandria. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In like Camelot times. Mm -hmm. Right, King Arthur, King Arthur's library. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Greeks had one too. Yeah. It was like a destroyed. Had the information of Atlantis and. Yeah. Knowledge is power. All of such. Randall's got a custom-made green felt hat tied with three strings of green thick yarn, almost rope. 
drilling his custom window. Living a life when you see a window and you're like, I'm going to install this. I'm gonna get a that. window that used to be a coffee table. Yeah, I got this from Gray Bears. It was all, they just threw the recycling bin. It's like super thick, like quarter inch. This window used to be a coffee table. Yep. Yeah, the horizontal, it's not vertical. Oh, yeah. Nice bringing in a view of Can't like break. the curved road. You can see like the curved road. That's like totally the curve. That's right the momentum where you're looking out the window where they're gonna run right into this. Read a book, man. Totally reading a book right there. <laughs> what was the original impetus to get this building project started? Uh wow. It was the free China cabinet on Craigslist. Yeah. Yeah, that ended up standing in this spot. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, this is gonna make a great free library. Wait, the China cabinet was here. It was. Here. Oh yeah. It got and rained you on. Went it was to a go really expensive that. one. Like, yeah. oh, beautifully ornate, yeah. glass, like thingy thingies. Yeah. Yeah. We put a bunch of books in there. Yeah. yeah. And eventually, people kept bringing books, and then the glass shelves broke. Yes. Because yeah. the China cabinet. You got it on Craigslist and put yeah. it here. Yeah. I put I put it in my truck, and then I was like, so like. I had this holy vision, like, oh, I was gonna put books in there, start yeah. a library. And I got some uh, this beautiful lesbian couple to help me, like, lift it up one night. I went to Cliff's party down the street. Yeah. I invited them over, and I was like, I was so late to get to the party, and they were like, there's like nobody there. They're like, you invited us to this party? I was like, yeah. I'm gonna help me with this China cabinet. I'm gonna carve your names on the sign. You're so cute. Here's They're the like, party. Sure. China cabinet moving time. Yeah, like go for it. Yeah, get it. And I get people roped in somehow. Like I get into this like like flow state. I'm just like so inspiring. You know? How did you get started moving the gray bears food up here? I got started because we did a workshop with Paul Galen, who does herbal yeah, products and development. And he wanted to do tincture making workshop, mm -hmm. and with at, with my friend uh, Jill Trotterman, and uh, she's a nutritionist. So we did like a little gardening grow at her place, and it was a success. And uh, spending a lot of time with her, and we were always brainstorming like how to get community together, how to create yeah. community, how to create like like dinner clubs, workshops, and stuff like that. So I think we charged like fifty bucks. For the whole workshop and it included dinner yeah and Ryan helped me cook like this amazing ayurvedic meal and he got all the spinach from gray bears like that day i somewhat I somehow heard that they were given like giving away free food on fridays to non-for-profits or this yeah. or that yeah and i showed up and picked up like almost like a whole truckload truck of food right so then you're like what Whoa. do i do with this and so i kept picking it up and then when i came out here <clears throat> my friend john who's a drummer, was part of this band. They were really rocking it, but Eric had just gotten the place. Yeah, yeah. He was having a warming party. Nice. You know, just to like welcome the neighborhood kind of thing. And I was like definitely feeling the spirit inspired. I remember going in there and like saging off the place yeah. and you talking with them. You saged the new store? Yeah. Yeah. They just with opened up like a market store and you had an abalone shell. Yeah. And you I started talking with Eric and he's just like, I was like, I can get so much produce and we can like share it half and half. Mm -hmm. If I provide all the produce, whatever you make from it, let's just share half. Like I'll provide it for free and this and that. And yeah, that, that's a little That Friday I went to Gray Bears and I picked up a bunch of food 
But then also there was a donation center and there was somebody that, that they didn't accept their donations or something. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you can donate all that stuff to me. I'll, I'll, I'll just put in a free box like out here or somewhere. Yeah. And like I show up with all this produce. I pull up into the store. Yeah. You got like a truck full of lettuce and spinach. Stuff, and like, berries, like... all this stuff. And yeah. some of the berries, you know, there was like a moldy one here and there in them. So they were not, they were not the freshest. Eric say. took a look. He took a look at the kind of not so fresh produce. We were unloading like almost half of it. And he's just like, I can't take all this stuff. Just put it back in your truck. Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> the vegetable hustle is redirected. Yeah. So I'm like, oh no, what do I do? And I asked. I asked Dave, like, can I just put this food out here for free and just give it away? And he's like, yeah, go for it. Oh. So that's how the food church started was, like, I got very, rejected from the market. Yeah. And, like, I just, like, just give it away. I don't very care. Very unassuming. It wasn't like you started with a weekly plan. No, it was no. just, like, I try to make some, I try to get it to the market. Yeah, yeah. Because they have a nice, fr- they have a nice fridge there. Yes, yes. <laughs> flow through and now you're making a library this at the place really, of the china yeah, cabinet yeah so the library kind of came out from the free china cabinet but so my my follow-up question uh-huh. is that i want to know about your beliefs okay and like why or what is it that inspires you to do this kind of seva oh I, sure i recently witnessed you up the hot spring everybody else just jumps right in <laughs> to like warm up and relax and enjoy the hot spring but you spent several hours like working on the space and just cleaning and like you know moving debris and stuff and like oh yeah where does this spirit to serve come from is it rooted in a belief what did you call it a seva seva what's a seva it's service spiritual service oh yeah definitely yeah i was raised methodist and uh that's kind of like my spiritual beginnings okay and then like as i got through high school Randall's measuring I was, screws uh, and nails as he's talking, everybody. He's building to, and talking. Uh, <laughs> We're inside the construction site. <laughs> um, what I came to realize is that um, part of my Methodist uh, upbringing was that uh, we would go to the Baha'i Temple. And so my pastor, Pastor Stoner was his name. Pastor Stoner was his name? Yeah. So he was interested in like the Baha'i folks because they believed in kind of everybody, all the prophets. And that's how I kind of learned about kind of more of the universalism. Okay. Like like all the prophets maybe are true. They all fit together kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like me- message of love. Yeah. So yeah. It really touched my heart when I heard that. And underlying all of it is love and like. And I learned about Seba as I. Okay, so from the Baha'i, getting confirmed and baptized when I was in eighth grade. After that, I started learning about a little bit about Thich Nhat Hanh, uh-huh. yeah. the art of mindful living. Yeah. And I was able to finally meditate because I would be thinking about all the things that people were thinking about, like in high school. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Such a like. Uh, or like dances and like math social books? things, you know, like did I say the right yeah, thing to her things, or him? Things this and that. Wants, like yeah. social dynamics. There's a bunch of social dynamics that. I was tripping up on, and then uh, the meditation helped me move through that. Okay, we're talking high school? Yeah, okay. that's, that's kind of my spiritual background. So the Thich Nhat Hanh, the meditation helped me through that. And wow. then when I got into community college, 
studied world religions and started learning about like the Bhagavad Gita, all these other ancient teachings and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I was really on this path of like discovering like all the gems of the traditions. Yeah. And then when yeah. I finally graduated from community college, went down to Southern Illinois and uh, met a Sufi community. Yeah. And oh. that's where I learned about Seva. Is like everybody has like a job, like a little job that they do. Yeah. And one of my favorite things was to get like a bunch of free food from like all the farmers, the farmers markets, like there'd be all this free food around. Like we even go dumpster diving because I was part of like the Food Not Bombs back yeah. in college. Yeah. In what state? Illinois, Southern Illinois. Did yeah. you with the Sufis in Illinois? Yeah, there's a there's a tradition through the Bangladesh out there, the Diamper. Diamper? Is that a... Do they... The Sufis, I when I see them, they're definitely partying, like with their twirling around and their music and their tambourines and their robes. Is um, it also like a sexual scene? Uh, that I don't think so. No, there's uh, there's couples. There were couples. It's not like orgies. No, no, like no. This. That's like tantra, which is a whole different sect. Yeah. Ours was just like um, you know, universal way of the heart. And so you guys just. Pathway of the heart. If you're like young twenties, going through the heart path. Yeah. Yes. And I had a sheikh, Dean Mohammed. He's like a Jew from uh, New York, but he went out to Bangladesh and yeah. got adopted by some old guys. And, <laughs> and he was like teaching. He's like, oh, the guru. Oh. oh, oh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the heart has a natural inclination to serve. Yes. If you follow the way of the heart, it's going to tend you towards giving with your energies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, because uh, I love people. Every time I just walk around like a huge crowd of people, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love everybody. Like, yeah. Just like to see all the diversity of like creations, like amazing. And what just, do you like about people? Oh, it's just like the diversity of like expression. Yeah, you can see uh, it. Of like just human on their spirit. Face. You yeah. Can see every person. So and I always look for the smiley folks. Like right. there's all these yeah. frowny faces. I'm like, oh, where's the smiley folks? And then you see them like, what's up? And you just say like, what's up to people? And they're like, woke. Yeah. They're woke. You can tell like the way. Yeah, you see the yeah. smiley people, and it's easier to get through to them and form the connection and have the love felt in a, in a two way street kind mm -hmm. of. Yeah. But I'm there for the even every normal folks too. Oh, like, yeah. You know, yeah, respect. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you see somebody who's not smiling, you can still do the same thing. It just might not get through. Mm -hmm. At what point in this, like, save us, serve from the heart and opening up experience of, like, kind of this devoted life and having gurus and, like, world religion classes and community college, did you simultaneously integrate with the devious and, like, the weed and the sex scenes and the rock and roll and the... Like the edges of society. Not edges, no. I guess like the edges of your insides. Cannabis was always just like, wow, it doesn't seem like there's not that many negative things about it. Like you can actually be pretty positive. And for me, is creative. Like I'd smoke a little bit of sexy mexi and basically get into this zone of art. So I had this art uh, attic above my garage and it was so great just to go up there and paint and listen to old records. Like yeah. have my friends over, we'd all smoke some weed and we'd laugh and laugh, laugh, laugh. Dude, you were cool as fucking high school in college, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Aww. So you had a, an attic art studio where you're spinning records and painting with your buddies? <laughs> yeah. It's 
still there, but it needs a lot of work. In Illinois. Yes. Wow. Batavia, Illinois, right off, right west of Chicago. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm By the Fox River. You guys got a river out there. Yeah, and uh, part of it was that there was a group of people who would do native restoration all along the river. Yeah. And it was just beautiful to Na see. Native plant restoration. Yes. Yeah. My, my mom does that along the San, San Lorenzo. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a lot of work along the San Lorenzo, too. It's the most rewarding work I've ever I've been a part of. Just to see plants return, like, and yeah. that inspired me to do some work with the Kane County Forest Preserve, and we were restoring old prairies that had been converted to farm fields. Okay. And wow, we were, that sounds kind of complicated. And one of the things I remember was like a miracle was that there was this lowland area that the farmers had trenched and put in a tile to drain so they can grow some food on it or something. But once they donated that land back to the county, the ecologist broke up the tiles so it would naturally form a pond again. Oh, yeah. I remember planting sedges and some other wetland grasses around it. Yeah. And then like a year or so later, once it's been filled in constantly, this uh, prairie lotus bloomed. Mm. It was a yellow prairie lotus. Very rare. A, yeah. A prairie lotus. Like yes, similar, in Illinois. What? In like a pond kind of. Yes. Yeah. And the the same kind of flower of a lotus. Like the but a little smaller lotus, of a bloom. So like, a little smaller of a bloom. And they say that the seeds can lay dormant for like 100 to maybe 1,000 years. Whoa. Until the right conditions are perfect. Whoa. Like isn't wow. that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> it could survive that long. Seed waiting in the ground. Patient little baby plant. Waiting for the lotus to come back out. There could be all sorts of other seeds that are in the earth waiting for the conditions. Waiting for it to like be right. On Friday when we were here, there was a locust that landed on somebody's shoulder and we were like, oh. This is a hibernation type of, like they go dormant for several years and then come out again. Apparently it's a locust here in California. It's got to I don't know, what you wore in the spring or, you like a different sort of a cricket sound? Yeah, they're big. I mean, your skeleton's on the outside. I don't want nothing to do with it. You don't like all those exoskeleton people? <laughs> what if you come equipped with a violin on your leg? You wouldn't mind when your thighs got fat. You just like, <laughs> get a better bass tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool the other night. I was finding the bass with you. Yeah. It was like navigating the concert. different in different like, parts of the room. Yeah, it yeah. was a better spot for the bass. It's kind of a weird sound system in there. There's like so much bass and so much consistent bass. It was almost hard to hear some of the details in like the middle range of the music. I think it didn't stand out as much, but it, yeah. you could hear through it, and it was like it took longer to kind of process what the sound was. Like he could move through his songs more slowly because it was sort of a drone metronome almost, just like it was so thumping and continuous that the actual like intelligible content of the music is kind of buried in the middle. And it could take longer to unfold as a result of just the like swath of bass. Mm. Mm. Like that overlay. I feel like there's bass lines kind of everywhere going on. There's yeah. a lot of swath. <laughs> 
The drummer's got like a, it's a dude with like a mustache, but he's got like a purple sports bra on, you know, hitting it. There's like the youngest kid, kid with his wispy mustache is doing the keyboard line, which like the keyboard line is the line that, chat, 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 chat. Okay. It's like that it's like one's that the one's thing. there. The bass player afterwards, uh, he would grip it. Like you look at him and you'd feel like the sense of like metal music. And later, he showed me his fingers, uh, and he had calluses all over his fingers, and it was still bleeding. Because he saw everybody. He's like, I saw everybody, and they were giving it, and they were dancing, and I had to give it to him more. Yeah. Yo. Yes. We got the set list, set list, set Sacrifice your pain. Sacrifice of it. I want to talk about thought in timeless states. Oh, yeah? Egyptian senses of reality. The Emerald Tablets of Thoth are great. There was a whole YouTube like channel that they just read straight from the book. It just touched my heart. YouTube challenge? It was like a whole reading. There's like a whole book of the Emerald Tablets of Thoth. Yeah. And they were just going through it. Yes. Yeah. And they said that you can't change it. It has to be read exactly how it was and this and that. I was like, well, they found these Emerald Tablets. Okay. Through alchemical processes, he somehow made these like pure like sheets of emerald yeah. and they wrote the whole story on them i saw one picture of it but it had like these like big hieroglyphics on it that couldn't say that much on a page yeah. yeah so it was gold bound it was bound with gold dope book have that in the lending wow. library emerald yeah i'm gonna have some emerald tablets in here baby <laughs> the part I got you this morning of just like the Hermetica, like Thoth wisdom book translated and then put into like a more accessible form. Thoth was bo reborn a bunch of times, like Quetzalcoatl, Hermes, Christ, Christborn. So even like Hermes, Hermes, Hermes is who I was thinking of. Yeah, Hermes. Yeah. Hermes thrice born is Thoth. Yo, what is thrice born like? He's just you mean like when he was born the third time. Hermes he came back. Did he have an extra body? Maybe. Okay. Sure. Right? Egyptian cloning. That's the mummification process. It's just preparing for the clones. Thoth would sleep, uh, I guess, one night with his head facing, facing south and then med do this meditation from the navel up to his brain. And then he would face his feet to the south and then sleep to the north. Mm -hmm. He said to do this every every night or every other night. Switching back and forth. Yeah, he switched back and forth and it totally lines your energy circuits and helps you live like forever it's like an ancient secret you don't want to same direction every night i switch from north to south now i'll sleep in the south for a little bit but then i switch back to north same bed just flip same bed yeah it's going from north to south my bed yeah because i wanted to start trying to do that because i want to live as long as possible i sometimes like to sleep with my face by my girlfriend's feet Oh. Just to have that like reverse effect happening. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So what direction is your foot of your bed or head of your bed? I don't ever know. Uh, I'm not a compass person. Okay. Which direction is it? East? What's the direction? Sunrise. 
electric place. Yeah, I guess that's the way through. Thoth Dude. lived for a long time, right? Yes. Thousands of years. Yeah. He might still be alive. Okay. One of those meditating type... Ascended masters. Maybe live forever type chaps hiding somewhere on a mountaintop or... There's some immortals here on this planet. Yeah. There's like 10 to 20 maybe. Okay. Maybe more. Hmm. And some of them are controlling a lot of things that are happening on the planet. My understanding to. is that there's five fully realized perfect masters on the planet at any time. They're oh, like, okay. They're humans, they're in the body, but they also have complete and perfect knowledge of the infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, and that those five people have a lot of other workers that they utilize to kind of sustain reality for all of us. Yeah, I've heard the same thing too. Mm-hmm. Oh, seven now. Maybe seven now? <laughs> <laughs> The Hermes bit I was getting into today was about time, and it's just, there's no past and there's no future, and you can't really access the present. So that is like, it's the simplest... You're just locked out? Yeah, it's you like the nothing. simplest way no into... No past, no future, no present. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it is all. It's like, Randall just installed a huge piece of wood. This is going to be like a top wall racing board. Very cool. It seemed approximately real, though. I mean, there is no past, there is no future, and you can't quite get into now. And then that's your only way in to getting to what's really going on, which is a timeless state. It's like eternity is happening right now. So, like, this was the if Egyptian you wisdom. were to drop into the present fully, then you would suddenly become eternal. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that's your connection to yeah. infinity. It's just right there. At all. Our our denial of our infinite nature is kind of a clue that we're not actually that present. Yes, it's 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 there. Yeah. Yeah, because when I first hear, okay, then there's the present, but you can't fully drop into it. I want to deny that. I want to be like, no, 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 the present is there, and you are there. Maybe you're identifying yourself with a part of existence that's not that present and like observing from that standpoint but there's a part of you whether you're aware of it or not that's fully present and that is like you can just get into that i, I don't know i i kind of want to shirk this you can't be in the how did you say it you can't be in the present right? just because it's physically not possible because like the moment that you think you're grasping it it's you're already behind it i thought it was physically the only thing that's possible if you're contemplating it, then you're behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you already missed it. If, if you're, you're like thinking, thinking about, about it, it, you're yeah. behind it. Yeah, yeah. So Thoth buried his spaceship under the Sphinx. Yes, that's what. That's from the Emerald Tablets of Thoth. The Emerald Tablets have that that he put yeah. the spaceship down there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of stuff has been regulated in the Egyptian stuff, and yeah. it just found like recently seventeen pyramids through infrared imaging, and especially like a bunch of like rooms and stuff, and one of them was just full of gold. Whoa. They found the cache. Yeah. But they don't tell people that. And they're the- all hoarding it somewhere. I mean, people hoard gold like crazy. 
Well, people want the gold because it's gonna affect your DNA strands and align your telomeres so that you can then have access to an immortal life. Yeah, there was a spring in, uh, what is it called? El Dorado. It's somewhere down there, yeah. It's a gold, it's a water spring, but it had chelated gold in it. And that's why there's a bunch of sightings there because they were definitely filling up, filling up. Because the uh, yeah, space, space station, there's a lot of radiation. Space station, space station, space station, space I'm just gonna make it. Without the finger? 